0: everybody. My name is Remy. Welcome to the For The Love podcast with your host, Jen Hatmaker, my mom. She writes books and speaks to crowds, but she mostly loves talking to amazing people on this podcast every week. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the show.
1: Hey, guys. Jen Hatmaker here, your host of the For The Love podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show. We've got a good one today, you guys. We are closing out our terrific For the Love of Music series. I mean, just wowzers, right? And I um, have just loved it. Every single guest we've had in this series has just brought it with their talent and then their wisdom and their thoughtful approach to life and their humor. And I already know for sure this will not be our last music series. That, I can promise you, we need many, many more artists on the show. Um, I hope you've had as much fun as we have, taking all these trips down memory lane, watching the music videos Amanda has been putting on the transcript page. Go check those out if you missed it. Music's just special to so many of us. It speaks to us in ways that nothing else does. So today is a super fun and different kind of day on the podcast. My microphone and I took a little road trip. To meet up with today's guest at the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo, which is a thing down here, you guys. I mean, like, this is a whole thing. Cowboys and country music is about as Texas as it gets. So add Lady Antebellum's Hillary Scott to the mix, and boom, we had a party. So I met up with Hillary backstage at the Stock Show and It was just delightful. We have followed each other for a few years and we actually met at the CMAs three years ago for the first time. Uh, We talked about that just a little bit. So she's just finished up the first leg of Lady A's Vegas residency. So you're gonna hear about that, super cool stuff. I just think the world of her. We have several mutual friends and, this one is talented and beautiful. She is a good mom and a good friend with a good head on her shoulders. So just to give you a little context, Hillary Scott, as I mentioned, is part of Lady Annabelle and one of the most successful country groups of the 21st century. And they've been together for like a dozen years. Um, it's a great story on how they got together, which we'll discuss. Um, but of course, Hillary has like never been a stranger to the stage. She grew up in Nashville. Both her parents were in the industry. In fact, her mom, Linda Davis, did an amazing duet with Reba in the early 90s, which you will absolutely remember if you listen to country music, Does He Love You? That was her mom who sang with Reba. It won a Grammy, as it should have. And Hillary's dad, Lang Scott, was a backup vocalist, a guitar player in Reba's band. So obviously country music like runs in her blood. And the minute she opens her mouth to sing, you get it. I mean, she is incredibly talented. She's gone on to win her own Grammys, And she has performed like tip top hits, like Run to You, Need You Now, Just a Kiss, Downtown, Love Downtown. So many more. Um, Lady A's songs are all like that. I mean, they just get you. They get you right in the gut. She is um, so, so talented in country music, but also her family released a gospel album a few years ago called Love Remains. And if you haven't heard it yet, crank up Spotify because the Scott family will literally take you to church. I'm not even kidding. Um, So on top of all this, Hillary and her husband, drummer Chris Tyrell, have three adorable girls. They've got a five-year-old and, you guys, one-year-old twins Oh my gosh! So they're the weeds of parenting littles and just doing a bang up job making it all work. I could go on and on and on about her, but I think it's time to let her show you herself. So you're gonna, you are gonna love this conversation, and you are gonna love her. I'm thrilled to share my wonderful, wonderful chat with the beautiful and fabulous Hillary Scott. Welcome, Welcome to my husband. living room for oh, the day. <laughs> oh my gosh, your life! Uh, I'm just happy to meet you. I, I. I honestly feel like we we just know each other. Yes, we just have so much so much crossover in our circles. Yes, and followed you for years. Thank you also for saying hi to me at the CMAs. Um, I was so I'm a normal person, so I am like, what is going on at this place? And I was red carpets and th- that's very outside of my element. So. Did you enjoy it though? It was a blast. Yes, you probably remember that was the CMA with. Um, Chris Stapleton and Justin Timberlake. I was jumping out of my skin.
0: I about lost my mind. Yes. Was that the first award show
1: you'd, like, red carpet you'd ever walk? Yes. Oh, and I did not walk it. Kim was like, come on, just come with me. And I'm like, if you think (laughs) I am walking down that red carpet. I'm not joking. I shimmied, Shimmied like, along the back side (laughs) of the the curtain. I'm like, no, ma'am. Can Um, I tell
0: you a crazy story? Yeah. Where,
1: another way our lives
0: parallel. Okay. The first person I ever took to the Grammys Annie Downs I know that story (laughs) and so she came to the Grammys with me we had in and out after the show and like but we got to go together as like best friends and she was the same way like just like wide-eyed like oh "Oh my gosh I can't imagine like I can't believe this is your life and I was still at that point so green and like I'm experiencing this with you. It was it was actually the second year we went, but the first time I ever took a date. She was my are date. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't remember how you know Annie. So it's kind of a crazy story. I met Annie through a mutual friend um, who she grew up with in Atlanta. Uh huh. And when she was moving to town, um, they connected us and were like, "You need to know Annie. Y'all are going to be really great friends." And then we started a small group with two other of our friends, and oh, yeah. then we've been so close ever since and just watching her her ministry and her star just rise like and it's just I'm I love that through her books and and I know I'm going to feel this way after us spending this time together like you I the friend that I have in Annie everyone gets to experience with how they read her books. That's a nice thing to say and about her. I, I just believe it. Because just the way she can communicate and connect with people. It's just so amazing. Oh, that's
1: real. Amazing. I yeah. love me some Annie me Downs. Too. <laughs> She's been a good friend to me when I needed mm. a good friend. And for me, I don't forget that. Yes. I'm like, okay. Yes. I wrote that down in my book. One I'll go my, to the mat for you. Oh, one of my favorite quotes
0: what, um, is Brene Brown. I saw an interview with her and she was like, it was talking about vulnerability and like how not everyone needs to be invited into your vulnerability or into your, like the things that you don't feel proud of about yourself or whatever. And she goes, you need to go to your bury the body friend. Oh my gosh. I love and that I'm quote. Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Annie would be one of my bury the body she friends. Would.
0: For sure. <laughs> she
1: would. Uh, oh, I love Brene. Okay. So I, um, uh, have told my listeners that we're here at the San Antonio um stock show which is so fun and you've played this a bunch of times right
0: we have yeah. it has been um so the last time we played it I was pregnant with Isley oh so yeah. almost
1: six years yeah. six years
0: um but we played it like four years in a row up to then and I'll never forget I forgot my suitcase um <laughs> in my front foyer and uh-huh. I woke up in San Antonio pregnant needing maternity clothes oh, and not having them. Oh no so our sweet runner he got us from the airport and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I have this vivid memory of having to go buy maternity jeans at this <laughs> maternity boutique, like a few miles away. He goes,
1: "Yeah, I took you." Oh, the same my. Guy. oh no yes. way! I
0: was like, "Oh well, welcome back." Oh, it's happy, yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, that is hilarious! <laughs> yeah, I, I, you and I probably cannot adequately describe to everybody listening what the <laughs> what rodeo was see. like. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. We're gonna put, we'll just put pictures up on the yes. um on the transcript page, you guys, because it is. It's a situation.
0: Well, we're in a, a cinder block room uh-huh, that's right true. now with really amazing carpet,
1: utility <laughs> carpet. Yes.
0: And you walk through the halls and you smell dust yes. and cowboys. That's, and,
1: that's and perfect. Horses and cows. What does that sign say, Sarah, that came as we were driving in? Pedestrians. And horses. Oh yeah, stop, <laughs> please stop for pedestrians and horses. And it's not ironic. <laughs> no. It's true. It is fully um, this life. So, this is but, so this is like another day at the office for you, and, mm-hmm. and none of this is unfamiliar. You kind of, you grew up backstage, right? And so mm-hmm. I wonder if you could talk for um, just a minute about what it was like growing up in Nashville yes. with your parents, yes. which, you know, your parents, they they are really special too. I mean, this is your birthright, essentially. And um, you went on the road with them, surely. I did. Did you go on stage? I did. What was your childhood like? Like... <laughs> That's the only one you knew. So I don't know how you assessed it from inside of it.
0: I, I've assessed it as I've gotten older. I, think. I bet you have. Um, but, I, but I think it felt normal. And, and I will say, like, music was everywhere, you mm. know, and it was like breathing in our house. I remember, you know, learning to sing harmony on the drive to family vacation and, right. you know, to a Doobie Brothers record. And, and I mean, I just have so many vivid memories of music, but also this kind of biosmosis music business like knowing it you know just because I grew up in it and so I have crazy crazy memories like being on the bus I was homeschooled kindergarten and first grade Um, we traveled on the tour bus and then my parents got hired by Reba McIntyre and they were in her band and then my mom did the duet with her does he love you and so you know I have Memories of my mom sitting me down talking me through that music video and like that Reba doesn't really blow up your mommy like I'm right here everything's okay All and right. so we should link to the video right now cuz it's like oh my hilarious gosh, but yes. um but just seeing my mom on TV going yeah. to award shows with my mom as a young child like and now doing that with my oldest daughter which is just it's true. crazy um but it was a, a a really weird way to grow up but a really awesome way to grow up I mean my parents um, traveled a lot. I have a really close relationship with my dad's parents, my mm-hmm. grandmother and my papa, who's passed now. Mm-hmm. But they were like second parents to me because they moved, they uprooted their entire world in South Carolina, moved to Nashville to take care of me hmm. because my parents just sacrificed a lot to yeah. travel. Um, and so it was, that was hard, you know? Of I mean, course. there was definitely, there's been a lot of moments of reflection and like, why I am the way I am, yeah, um that have been hard but but beautiful kind of revelations as to like giving my parents grace, giving myself mm-hmm. grace now being in the same seat and having right. three children that you know, I bring with me on on trips, but I also have to leave at home a lot yep. of the time and and it's just very um it's challenging, but I will say both my parents dreamed so big, and they, with faith and risk and, mm. like, and courageousness, like, moved from their tiny little towns that they grew up in to pursue music in Nashville, mm. and then they met, and and this beautiful love story was, was you know, beginning, and, and so, as an adult, I look back on it now, and I'm like, thank you for just being you. That's a like, great thing were, to say. Like, they were, like, so authentically themselves, and... And it was hard to be away from them, but now that I, adult to adult, I'm like, I see you right. in the fact that you love what you do, and you're passionate about it. And they still are, and they, you know, go and tour. And my little sister, who's yeah, you know, 14 years younger than me, she goes too, and she's about to graduate high school. So it's very um, what's the word unconventional, yeah, you know, upbringing. But but I will say, I never doubted for a second. Where I stood with them totally. and how loved I was, and and I think I'm rambling, but but the other thing that I learned is how and what I'm seeing in my own girls is how special connection with others
1: is too. Like, like your your two, your band, your crew, yes.
0: yeah, and uh-huh. friends or or caregivers. Like oh, yeah. honestly, oh, like I see what you mean. Of watching course. watching my daughter connect on such a deep level with our very first nanny and the couple we've had since, like. At first, what began is like, oh man, I'm mom, and mm-hmm. like I'm watching her has now become like she wouldn't be who she is without her. Oh, I agree. You know, and but but it, it's on us, I think, as moms, as working moms, to get to that place of of confidence in your role and in the point. mom that I am, but also knowing like I can't do it all. I don't want the pressure Absolutely. on me of and by the grace of God, you know, He gives us grace and what we need and. Hopefully they remember more good parts than bad parts of yeah. their upbringing, but but you know just but being thankful for the other hearts
1: in our life that pour so much. into I love our that girls. observation. I, I travel for a living too, not as much as you, but and we have a ton of kids. They're older now, they're but when beautiful. they were little, they're beautiful. There's so many of them. <laughs> it's just like they live with us, all of them. Um, but I remember when I first realized I'm gonna I need a nanny. Um, to k- help keep the wheels on. And I went through all that same, the oh same, gosh. Is, this, is this good, is this bad? And I, I've come to the exact same conclusion that kids cannot have too many adults in their lives that love them. Yes. Wow that are speaking wisdom into their lives and offering different perspectives. And and we've run um, through several nannies, you know, over the course of our life, and they're all precious to us. Yes. And they've mattered. And so I think there's a humility that moms have to kind of reach for to go, maybe I'm not the moon and the stars. Right. I'm just the moon. Right. Let's put a few more stars in their world. Yes. And it's a good thing. Oh, Did that's you pull beautiful. any um different levers? Because it is interesting to think this is how you grew up and now you've got mm-hmm. – you're doing it like cycle repeat. Are you from from pulling from your own experience? are you um, doing anything different? Are you like, this is a thing I'd like to?
0: you know, I, I don't I think I'm intentionally doing things differently, but I also more than that, and I, and to be perfectly honest, I can't even think of an example right now. I think by the grace of God, with the way that our career has come together, I didn't have to make the choice mm-hmm. that my parents made to not bring me along, like because oh, they right. were in. And I think about my yeah. band guys, like our drummer, well, our drummer single, um, but all of our other band guys who have wives and yeah. and children at home, and and that you know that they're there to to take care of their family while mm. they're out on the road, and and so that I think I have more understanding and empathy mm. with their wives and their kids because I was that kid. Yep. Um, But I'm also very grateful to the Lord for a different scenario that puts me a little bit more like with the reins to be able to make a decision to bring everybody along. Now, I will say it was a lot easier when it was Isley. Hmm. And she is, you know. Only imagine. Zero to five. Yeah. Four and a half when the girls were born. So, now we just traveled to Vegas for our first, you know, stint residency right. for eleven days and having all three was too much. Yep. And Chris and I, my husband, we would have never known it had we not attempted it. Yep. But it was too much. And and I'm in this really present space of having to grieve that it's not gonna look the same anymore. That's great. Um and it's sad mm-hmm. because I love having everybody with me it's all the time. Great. But Having to put my wants down and go, but what's best for them is yeah. is a little bit of travel here and there, but the consistency of home yeah and but I'm like I'm right in the thick of of girl. you're in really the- kind of hating that truth that I just discovered, but mm. accepting it, sorry yeah, it's mm-hmm. like
1: but it'll be okay you know you know it will and who knows I mean when the girls are let's say they're seven. They may be ready to jump on the bus. Yes. Like, let's party in Vegas. Um, (laughs) Just maybe not when they're one. Right. Maybe. That feels like a lot. It is. It frankly feels like a lot to have twin one-year-olds ever. Yes. (laughs) Like, just ever, like, in Nebraska or just anywhere that you are. But, yeah, I kind of helicopter your life into Vegas, and I'm like, that is intense. we
0: survived Um, we live to talk about it
1: (laughs) it's a story it is like when you're like a songwriter or a writer like me everything's material like i'm like nothing can't be repurposed (laughs) into a paragraph the song (laughs) the
0: song of our vegas experience was definitely i will survive
1: Hey guys, Jen breaking in to make a quick recommendation while we're on the topic of good change. So as a writer and creative myself, I know how easy it is to fall into like working in a vacuum when I'm trying to get a project done. Isn't the best way or time for me to, I don't know, expand my perspective or help me grow in my craft, which is why I love Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community for creators, for creatives of any kind. So with more than 25,000 classes in design and business, writing, social media, photography, so much more. You can discover honestly endless ways to fuel your curiosity um, or your cre- creativity or even the career you already have. So you can join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a very awesome offer just for my listeners. You can get two months. Of Skillshare for free. Skillshare is offering the For The Love community two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for absolutely free. So to sign up, this is how all you have to do. Go to Skillshare.com slash For The Love. Okay, that's it. That's the link you need. Skillshare.com slash For The Love to start your free two months right now. This is a good investment in you, in your work, in your creativity, and in your dreams. So skillshare.com slash for the love. Okay, back to our show. So for lots of us, you know, we're, we're growing up and we'll hit... A season, or an age, or a year—that's kind of monumental. Mm-hmm. This is a big shift. This is this this year mattered, um, and so I hear that for you it was fourteen. Yes, and so much um, so that I got it permanently on my body. Literally have a tattoo. <laughs> yes, fourteen um, on your wrist. Can you talk about that year? Why that mattered? So there were a lot of
0: reasons. I think the biggest reason was that was the year I was no longer an only child.
1: Yeah.
0: Um because my parents got this beautiful gift and surprise of my little sister Riley and um they thought, you know, shop was closed up and it yeah. wasn't. I bet they did. They <laughs> were a freshman in high school. Yes. Surprise. Yes. And so um that was just a monumental year of mm-hmm. of just being so excited to welcome her into our family and and to be a sister, to mm-hmm. to have a sibling cuz because Really, I'd had friends and then my cousins that I was close to, and but I, you know, I was—it's lonely as an only child, totally. you know, and especially getting to the middle school years where you can really recognize mm. that. Um, so that was huge, and then that's when when I started high school um, was when I really realized I wanted to sing that I felt mm. God call me to the same the same call that my parents had and and just knowing that I was meant to use that gifting and by the grace of God he introduced me to this amazing friend her name is Jennifer and we're still in touch to this day who had this big belting like Christina Aguilera voice and yeah. she was working on her music and she helped me find mine yeah and while you were sit- in high school yes and would sit with me in our in my bedroom and like punch my diaphragm like you're not singing from your from your diaphragm like honestly giving me voice lessons almost and and so she kind of pulled me along and then we started leading our chapel every Wednesday at my high school that I went to and that was where it all began and then to fast forward a couple years after that my mom got the opportunity to do a family Christmas show Uh at Opryland which is this is this resort um in Nashville um And so then I got to actually, like, use what I had been learning, what I had innately been given, you Mm -hmm. know, but then was learning from my friends and other other people in my life to to actually, like, go on stage and perform. And we did that for three years in a row. And it was thrilling, or was nerve-wracking, both? Both. Yeah. But, man, I loved it. Did you? From the beginning. I mean, I just—it took me a bit to get comfortable up there, and and this kind of parlays into— my you know career now and being in Lady and and a part of a trio like I've always felt a lot more comfortable on stage with people I love that and just and I'm a very mm. relational person like mm-hmm. if I, I don't want to just I mean I like my me time especially now as a mom I like yeah, it a lot more of course than I ever knew I would but when it comes to experiencing things highs lows travel like I can appreciate the solo time. Yeah. But in I I experience in the in its fullness when I have someone or people to to do life with. Mm. And that has been a huge part of 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 who I am even then. So sharing the stage with my family and then now uh-huh. to be sharing it with Charles and Dave. It's just I just love being able to success to, to to succeed and to fail with people. So great!
1: You know? I learned that later in my career. I was sort of I did solo work for so long, and I kind of thought that was the only way. I didn't know that there was another template. Mm-hmm. I as a like a speaker and a teacher, I was just always flown in by myself, and I just had no idea how lo- that loneliness was kind of crushing, and exhausting me. And I always blamed it on the travel. I'm like, I think I'm just maybe not geared for travel. I mean, Mm -hmm. I would come home like a a shell of a person. It would be an absolute monster for two days. And I'm like, maybe I just can't travel. And then about four years ago, for the first time, I traveled with a team Mm -hmm. on a tour. And I was like, wait just a minute. This is the deal. It's so fun. And it's kind of sink or swim together. And everyone's kind of rowing the boat. And my loneliness evaporated and I didn't even know that was the culprit. I just thought it was the exhaustion. Um, But it was that being by myself. I mean, so I am here, here, what you are saying. Let's go back to the beginning of that because it's a great story. You, um, it's 2006. You're 20. You're a baby. Yes. (laughs) Um, you're out in the town, your town, and you recognize a guy across the room from his MySpace photo, which I want to just, moment of silence for my space. Yes.
0: RIP. Actually yeah. it still exists, but I think there's maybe like a dozen people on it. Um, yeah.
1: Yes. And yeah. you are <laughs> some sort of gutsy girl. Um, cause you just like walk across the room and talk to the sky. Like I would love to, for you to tell that story. Yes.
0: So that, I mean, that's basically it. I mean, I'm an extremely friendly person. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't consider myself forward. Right. If anything, it was like, Oh, I recognize you, and I'm a fan of your brother, Josh Kelly. He's an artist, incredible songwriter. And so he was a great brother and had Charles and like, his top eight friends, you know, on MySpace. <laughs> and so then I recognized him, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just go say hi. And and he loves to joke and say that I was, like, you know, trying to flirt with him. And, and I truly, <laughs> like— Great. I— I just wanted to, to say hi, and I love what you do, and, yeah. and I can you're working on your career, I'm working on mine, and it's just really cool to meet you, and, yeah. and I like your voice and love the songs. And so then, he kind of, we struck up a conversation, and he goes, well, my buddy Dave yeah. just moved up from Atlanta. He just quit his accounting job and cashed in his 401k and, stole, and sold all his furniture, and we like are bunking up here in Nashville just trying to write and become... Literally like
1: a country song. Literally.
0: Yeah. And so, um, I, we, we got together like within the next couple weeks and started writing.
1: Oh and
0: it gosh. was just like serendipitous, like truly, mm-hmm. like where they were living, I'll never forget. I walked into the room, Dave was sitting at this upright piano, and Charles said, Dave, play what we've been working on. And the first song we ever wrote, it, it's this song called All We'd Ever Need. And, and it starts, it's very piano driven, mm-hmm. and, um, the, the chorus, it goes, I should have been chasing you. So we had that part, and I literally sang, I should have been trying to prove. And then we completed each other's sentences, you know, and then it was off to the races. And so that song originally was supposed to be mine, like okay. just a female solo song. And as we were recording it um, in this makeshift studio that Dave was playing every instrument and like running the Pro Tools and everything... I said, can we make this a duet? Yeah. And then once, both of our voices, and then Dave with the harmony, yeah. it was like, we all got, like, it's
1: like magic goosies, yeah. you know?
0: And we were like, maybe this is something. Oh,
1: my god! And so,
0: it just was, it just was meant to be. I just can't handle it's that. It's crazy. I mean, so many people, you would be shocked, like, so, who put you together, uh-huh. like, early on, when right. we would, you know, go on radio tour and early interviews, and, and I'm like, nobody. Yeah. Like, we truly if I'd, you know if he had shown up 30 minutes later or i had not in that moment like walked up and said hi yeah. like we wouldn't be here you know and you just think about like god's plan and how yeah like one door closes and another one opens and you know a little bit more of the backstory is i had just showcased for a label in town as a solo artist female solo artist and they passed on me that was in march of wow. 2006 I didn't know that bit it was like hmm. sold out show The head of the label at that time even said, where are you going to dinner to celebrate? Really? And I was like, well, you know, family's in town. We're probably just going to go grab a bite to eat, whatever. The next morning, they're like, sorry. So two months later, I meet them. Yep. And it was like, you know, the saying is God, you know, shuts a door, he opens a window. I feel like it was the opposite. I feel like Uh. God shut a window and then busted a door wide open. That's exactly what happened. Because it was just, and how he just takes care of us like It's good. if I have if I truly play the tape out of what a career would be by myself hmm. and now there are definitely things that are difficult about being in a group and the compromise and the three schedules and the sure. you know those dynamics but even on the hardest day when I lay my head on my pillow at night like I am just so thankful to have two of the closest people in my life to walk through all of this with because and to do it with and to create with you know to experience it with um <clears throat> because it's it's so much more fun that way
1: so much more it's so crazy I mean you just didn't set out for that it's you you stumbled into sort of this ensemble cast when you were going to be a soloist yeah. it's just I, I love when people just decide to kind of show up for their own life just In all your gifting, putting all like your yeses on the table, and then just holding it kind of loosely. Like, I think this is going to look a certain way. It just may totally not. Yeah. Um, And then having this sort of adventurous spirit that you had to go, (laughs) maybe we're going to be a band. Let's see. Maybe I'm going to tour with two guys. Yeah. I don't know. And then add like seven more onto that, and I'm the only girl on a bus. That's a lot. Oh, Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> that what is it like being your the sole like girl energy in this band of brothers? You well, it's it's ironic that I've only had daughters. To it me, It is. God is blessing you. Yes, He's like with look, more estrogen. You deserve some girls <laughs> yes.
0: in your life. Yes, and incredible women that we've brought into our crew. Yeah, I mean, we mm-hmm. have honestly more than any other crew I know in the music country music world. We have more women in our. Day to day operations uh. like production, just because. Oh, I like that. Well, and it's just it's honestly organically it happened that way, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Yeah. Because it's nice to have that balance because it is such a a man place. So <laughs> much of the place. time in
1: a man industry. <laughs> yes. Honestly. Yeah. And so yeah, the girls. Where are the girls? Yes. Um, they're on your crew. I met a lot of your yeah. girls in your. In your team, they're they're fabulous. Thank you. They Thank help balance you. all this madness out. Yes.
0: Oh, and yeah, and we all kind of are emotional all at the same time, and you know, but give each other grace and laugh and joke about it, and and um, it's fun. I mean, it's it makes it like a family. Out yeah, here. that's really exactly is.
1: right. It's interesting because you and Charles and Dave, you've been together a dozen years. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. So. It, 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 when you kind of look backwards, I mean, aside from some of the obvious things like selling on arenas, that's a, that's new. That was <laughs> new from the beginning. Yes. But like, what else is different? Like, how have you guys evolved together and what's different from the beginning? What's better than the beginning or what's harder than the beginning or all of it? Like, yeah. what's happened over 12 years where you're like, wow, that really arced a certain way?
0: We all communicate very differently. Um, I think early on in our career, we got with a communication specialist, mm-hmm. a therapist, really, um, that oh, yeah. kind of established right. some, like, here's how, you know, here's some tips and tools of how to, to best communicate. Well, then you start getting busier and you're playing and you're gone, you know, 250 yeah. days a year. And and you're, you know, the maintenance of, of working on that, you're just in survival totally. mode. And, and so the things that The battles you pick or you don't, like, it can be... It's like in any relationship. It's like sometimes you should probably have said something sooner, and then sometimes Mm. you should have probably not said anything at all. Mm -hmm. You know, and just kind of massaging that all at the same time with us finding our spouses and starting our families and Mm. having ebbs and flows of success, how the world defines success, within our industry. Mm. And so... It's been a dance to find, and and you know, over the last year and a half, we've really reestablished our way of communicating, That's great. and are encouraging all of us to use our voice and yeah. use it clearly and without um, any fear or of judgment or like I'm at the place now to where, and it's hard for my personality. Mm. Um, because I'm the I'm the type of person I'm a two. I was just gonna
1: say I know Annie's made you do the Enneagram. Yes, I'm a, two, a two with the yeah. three wing. Yeah,
0: that's what you are. Yeah. And I I'm very much if you're okay with me, I'm okay. Totally. So that can lead to a super unhealthy yeah. place, and it has in certain yeah. relationships over the course of my life. So re kind of reestablishing my like my voice and, and actually stating what I need and, and I'm still not great at it but, mm. but to the to where we are now like especially right now with one year old infants oh, and man. you know just a daughter in kindergarten like there's just some days where I can I can now finally after all this time look at them and be like guys I'm drowning today totally and I just need you to know like you might have to pick up a little bit of my slack That's you good. know and and I don't say it every time I probably should hmm. but but there's that safety
1: mm-hmm.
0: that we're growing into more and and you know Charles is a very um big personality mm-hmm. he's very he's a very tall human yep. and he's also just a very passionate like big personality dave has a, he has a tendency to be a little bit more like he'll speak, he'll talk, but it's quieter. It's a little mm-hmm. bit more passive and and very thought out. Yeah. Um. He's probably thought about what he's going to say a million times totally. before he says it out loud. Um. And that's a be and I fall somewhere in the middle. You yeah. know. So it's this beautiful balance, it's but great. at the same time, it makes for some like tension. Tension, of course. But I think the theme that I'm learning this right now in this season is is in that tension and in the ways in which we can like, we are contrasting Mm -hmm. with each, like, that's where the magic is. Hmm. And it's just how we respectfully, like, dance through that and navigate it. And, you know, and that's kind of the exciting part of where we are now is just we have a new label,
1: Hmm. we have,
0: you know, new music that we're working on, and there's so much to be excited about and and that we're looking forward to. And we've also just been given this really awesome toolkit of how to, like, treat each other with respect and love and understanding and and
1: apply, like, what we're learning right. in the midst of all of that, if
0: that makes sense.
1: Have you talked the guys into doing the Enneagram? What are their numbers?
0: Yes. Yeah, so Dave is a nine.
1: Yeah. Peacemaker. Yeah, of course. And
0: Charles, I don't know I, officially if he's taken, taken it, but he's very much a seven.
1: Oh, fun time but guy. But he's very
0: much a three. Yeah. So I I I want to I want him to take it uh-huh. and be able to like officially know, but but I kind of feel like some people, like my husband for example, he's a six, but he yeah. really resonates with a couple of other numbers, and yeah. and I think you know in our full health we're a piece of all of totally. them, totally. But it's just I'm I mean. I don't... There's no denying what I am. I Those know. are some
1: good numbers to travel with, actually. it's Every team needs a nine. Yes. So yes. that's useful. <laughs> yes. I really wanted to be a seven. Like, when I yes. read them, I'm like, I want to be... I'm fun. I'm such a three. <laughs> I like... I'm high three. I'm like, I'm a little bit seven. I'm actually not. Yeah. So, darn it. I wanted to pick my own number, but yes. I'm married to a two, oh. and it's just a wonderful person to have around yes. you. The twos oh. are the greatest.
0: Just nurturing. Oh, the greatest. I mean, even just with in the room for I'm like don't leave you're just such a set si-.
1: like calm there's so much calm that just that's comes you, from that's what you twos bring to your oh, world and us like ambitious threes that drive everybody crazy <laughs> with their big ideas but low execution are like well, we need you that's
0: where I winged yeah and three it yeah, can yeah, totally yeah. relate to that and what and that actually reminds me um you know just whenever you you said something so kind about just like my like jumping into to to this and and just chasing after it well i that's honestly just how i'm wired like i go and then figure it out yeah same like because i just trust i truly have this like probably very naive blind faith of like lord you're gonna if you put this desire in in my heart and i can feel you pushing me i'm just gonna go
1: so great that drives my
0: husband (laughs) crazy And I'm so sorry, babe. More but, like a
1: planner, he? Yes. yes.
0: But but I you know, I I feel like it's not just er erratic like it, there's always a purpose. Yes, yeah, of just, course. I just sometimes have to find out what it is along the way.
1: Same. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I've just kind of steered the car around a blind corner, <laughs> going 80. I'm like, it'll work out. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what's over there, but I feel like I'm in my lane. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. I've got people around me that'll help. I'm um, let's talk about your uh, Vegas residency. Pretty big deal. Oh, it really is. Thank you. I mean, thank you. it's kind of an honor. This is this is not common. To get this sort of opportunity, um, it's a pretty big deal. You've made it. So, Excellent. how has that been going? You literally just finished your yes. first leg of the race. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your like most favorite thing and the least favorite thing about it? Besides having your whole family there, <laughs> yes. which, as previously mentioned, no, it was challenging. Just no. Yes. <laughs> um, what like what'd you love? What'd you learn? Oh, so this
0: show was. A, just honestly, a career in the making because, mm-hmm. you know, we took a video camera around with us from the very beginning. We would do these silly webisodes that were all over YouTube, and yeah. and we've just brought our fans as they've grown with, with us. You. Yep. you know, along on our on our journey. And so this show, there's like three separate acts, and it takes you on through the timeline of of how we started and and where we are now, and and a little bit of where we're headed. And so. Mm-hmm. It's the show we've dreamed of putting together. Is it? Yes. And it's in a theater, and it's 2,400 seats. Love that. And you can see everybody. Yeah. So the connection with the crowd, it's just... With amphitheaters and arenas, yeah. you can have some of those moments, but especially in amphitheaters, you've got people that are there, like, tailgating at noon. Right. And, you know, and we, we can't... Like, in Vegas, we do, like, a 20, 25-minute acoustic set where we oh, nice. play new songs, we bring out a songwriter... Yeah. You know, it's, it, we kind of bring Nashville to Vegas, like the Bluebird Cafe that. in yep. that moment. You can't really do that. You might can have one slow acoustic moment in a big setting right. like an amphitheater. It just demands a higher energy. Yes, yeah. And so a lot of songs that we really love to perform, mm. we can now. Yeah, right. And, and it's just neat to be able to, to just connect and have these spontaneous moments. And, you know, Charles runs out in the crowd, and I'll never forget <laughs> the so first wild. night, you know, he... If he's picking on you, he loves you. He's that kind of guy, you yep, know? Yep, got plenty and of them. And so a couple people kind of straggled in a little late at the top of the show, and, and he, like, on mic is like, welcome. We're so happy you're here, you know, and kind of roasted him a little I bit. I like it. And so it just makes for— It feels kind of homey. Yes, and uh-huh. every night is different. Every huh. night is its own That's great. thing. So, you know, and that sounds like such a marketing pitch, but, but truly, mm-hmm. like— if you come to one show, it is not going to be the same show the next mm. night. So I feel really excited to be able to to say that with with full you know honesty that mm. every night is different and every night is great for a different so fun. reason. Yeah. Plus, you looked. Oh,
1: woo, thank you. Woo. Thank you. I was like, <laughs> look at that dress. Oh, you can borrow it anytime. <sighs> so fun. I mean, Vegas kind of demands a certain you know Pink. sparkle, yes. a little razzle dazzle. Like you can't have you, enough sequins. No. No, glitter. No, you got to come correct in Vegas. Yes. And you did it. You look so fantastic. Thank you. One of my favorite projects that you've um, ever done was your gospel album that you put oh, out with your family thank you. a few years ago, uh, Love Remains. It was really special and poignant and beautiful. And um, I, I'm curious about that project. It, it seems, you know, maybe for a lot of your fans, it's kind of like a one off or mm-hmm. it's a different genre. But you, you kind of grew, you grew up in church, you grew up around faith. Oh, yeah. And so I'm curious, like from a faith standpoint, um, how what are your kind of best practices for, um, for nurturing just your spiritual side yeah. and for keeping yourself and your family kind of grounded and rooted in such like a... Yes. Unusual life. Yeah, it's so many moving parts, and so visible, and fame is weird. Yeah, it is, and yeah, it just is
0: because we're we're human beings, right?
1: It's a weird construct, and so I'm just. What have you kind of learned over the course of your really public career, and like, kind of how stay faith rooted? That's
0: a really great question. I um, I'm so thankful to have a a rooted like spouse my husband oh, yeah. is so disciplined in his practice every day getting in the word journaling like he's so good i mean the way he sets the tone in our house in the mornings mm. like he's up before me i'll wake up grab a coffee he's got worship music on like it's just he sets a beautiful tone to everyday and right. he has that in like that discipline that mm-hmm. I I'm trying to adopt yeah. more and more on a daily basis. Um, for for me, a lot of times when we tra- when I travel, um, I feel super connected to the Lord um, when when I travel, like mm. in the air um, on flights. I feel like that's when anytime I've got a really quiet moment where I'm kind of trapped, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like I put a podcast on, I listen to a sermon, I read the Word, read a book. Mm-hmm. Um, So that, trying to make that consistent, Um, just one area that I'm really trying to just get more conversational is in prayer, just like having that ongoing conversation throughout the day with, with God and, and, and that relationship Mm. being so, so fluid. I love that. Like, and that's something that I think a lot of people struggle with. Absolutely. Because as much as I've grown up in the church and with a deep faith and with, models around me to, to really adopt their practice. Yes. Like it's, it's hard to make that connection sometimes of like, Oh yeah, I can talk to God exactly yes. how I'm talking to you right yes, now. Yes,
1: yes, yes. And just,
0: and, and mm. how much he yearns for that, for that interaction yes. and for that communication. And so that's, that's something good. that I'm trying to implement myself mm-hmm. to show my children. Yeah. Um, and, and truthfully, like, there have been so many times, like, what I would call dry seasons of of huh. questions, of struggle. of, And I really try to remind myself, whether it's through a journal or a note in my phone, like, when something happens and you know there is no denying, like, mm. God is seeing you mm. and what you're going through and is giving you a direct message, write it down.
1: Mm. Because
0: great. Great. there's going to be another season where you're like where are you mm. are you like can you just give me anything and to have that reminder of his faithfulness and of how he showed up for you and you can't say and it was for me and for you. like he knows our our inmost being and mm. what we need and and so i i try to really reflect back on those moments on those markers spiritual fabulous. markers but it's hard i of mean it's, it's hard and to know like when to speak yeah and when to stay quiet mm. and when to like it, it's it's a it's a, a really fine like discern i, I pray for discernment Absolutely. and ask for others to pray for discernment for me because it's a i mean we all know it's a very tender Sure. um tender place yeah, to be in in a public in a public forum all the time and hmm. to have people look to you for how you feel about things or that's right. you know it's 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 a it's a burden it is it's a mantle that yeah. is that feels really heavy and so i think um hmm. that's where hmm. we can support each other and hmm. and pray for each other as we navigate that in whatever sphere you're mm-hmm. in um, but yeah, I mean, it's, and, and as a mom now, right, like at that layer, whoo, that, and, and that's all everything, like wanting t- to protect them, but knowing that they're these incredible discerning souls in their own right, that I want the, them to know the truth. And you know, all of the, it's just all of that.
1: Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm so glad that it's not upon us to just always get this all right. Yes. I, I think when I was younger, I used to think a lot about faith. And I kind of I grew up in such a way that it was a little more systematic. Like, these are the things, this yes. and this, and these are the systems, and these are the um, practices. And I've just never been good at any of that, so I felt like a spiritual failure for so long. And so, like, learning that so much of my own, like, spiritual development is fluid. Yes. And, like, my connection got God it's fluid, and it's not so persnickety yes like it can bend and it can it can shift with your seasons and with what you need at the time i
0: think a big transformation happened because i got um really passionate about missions in haiti in 2011 i went in march of that year for the first time and seeing a world seeing the world yeah more than just through our western lens It wrecked me in the best way, and I did not care about so much of that anymore Mm -hmm. because I had seen what was real, like, what felt like the most, like, tangible, real community, struggle, beauty, like, all of these feelings and all of these things that I was watching and and experiencing in Mm -hmm. this incredible place that, I've always said if you if you can't find me I'm probably there. Yeah. Like and I just came back and I was like, yeah, I don't
1: care. It kind of clears the deck.
0: And then you have a I had my daughter and then I'm like, if she thinks I'm cool, I'm good. That also clears you know? the deck. <laughs> so it's like yes. there and I'm so thankful for those experiences because because it truly like I don't every now and then I'll read and and but i can i can let it roll That's a great. lot more now um not to say that there are not certain days that it's like oh that really like stung mm-hmm. but you don't know me and absolutely you know like i just kind of have to go through what i know is true i think that gets every,
1: easier mm-hmm. every year
0: yeah you just and maybe it's my 30s i'm like uh-huh. i love my 30s oh girl
1: wait <laughs> right till your 40s you'll be like i don't care try la <laughs> I think I can't wait till I'm in my fifties. I'm like, maybe nothing ever will stick to me by then. There you go. Hey guys, uh, just breaking in real quick with a quick message about one of our sponsors. All right. So spring is coming. And although we love it for tons of us, When spring has sprung, so have our allergies. That is absolutely true in our house. We have terrible, terrible allergies that kind of wreck our days. So I am sincerely excited about having an air purifier that actually helps with allergies. Um, It also just makes the air in my home more breathable in general by removing all indoor air pollutants like mold and bacteria and viruses and all kinds of airborne chemicals. It's called Molecule. And they introduce us to this, it's breakthrough science. It's capable of destroying air pollutants at a molecular level. Guys, I'm not a scientist, but the science here is actually amazing. It's been verified by laboratories like, let's see if I can say this, University of Minnesota Particle Calibration Laboratory. You try, you try that. So you know it's the real deal. So not only has Molecule been verified by science, it's been tested by tons of real people. And it is, here's the key, it's actually helping allergy and asthma sufferers around the country cope with their conditions and reduce their symptoms. So if you want to try it yourself, Molecule has a special offer for our listeners. You can get $75 off your first order by visiting Molecule.com. Let me spell that for you because it's different. M O L E K U L E ecom and then enter our promo code for the love at checkout. So that's $75 off at molecule.com with the code for the love. All right, let's get back to our show. One thing that I love about you. Is the way that you do friendship, and mm. you're just you're really good at this. We have a really good friend in common, um, Danielle Walker. Yes. We both just did little stints on her oh. food tour that we were in Brooklyn do it every day. That's what I want my life to be. Yes, I'm like, how did you figure out this life for yourself? Because you're just going around cooking and eating food and getting oh. your hair blown out. Like, I want to do what you're doing. Oh my um, gosh, and like
0: healing people with with your recipes. Isn't that something? Like, I get uh-huh. chill bumps just talking about it. Like, it's just. Yeah, I mean, I think, I've told her this so many times, I'm like, you just need to hold on to your haunches, because things are about, I mean, you are successful, uh-huh. and you have, you know, made such a career for yourself up to this point with every, all of your books and, and what you're doing, but you just need, like, you just better
1: hold on. I'm because, serious, I'm with you. I, yeah. I remember sitting in that room with her at her Austin stop, and just listening to the stories pop up, and I, I just kept reaching over and, like, touching her. I'm like, are you listening to this? Yes. I mean, no, she hears this every yes. day, but I'm like, their lives are transformed. Yes. Like, you've changed their lives. you like, you've rescued them from the brink of, like, health destruction. Yes. Anyway, she's phenomenal. She sure and is. you um And you make time for women. You make time for your friends. Um, you love hanging out with your little sister. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it feels important to me to watch that. Oh, it feels you. like... Nurturing and genuine and true and sincere, and I'm just, I, I'm wondering um, if this has just always been important to you, girlfriends, women in your life, connected yes. like that, or if you've learned that as you've gotten older. Mm-hmm. Did that kind of emerge at all out of being an only child for so long? I think and being so. like, give me some, give me the connection, yeah. like all the connection.
0: And I, you know, kind of talking about getting okay with like the. The
1: if I'm the moon
0: and the stars are loving on our kids like yeah. you talked about like I had those stars around me like yep. women who came alongside me when my mom couldn't be there who really mentored me walked with me through I mean all of the things yep. first breakups and yep. and going to college and you know even younger like and so mm. I I love that I love the sisterhood. I love the tribe. Um, yeah, one of my dearest can. friends she's my she was my postpartum doula with my twins and now she's in my life like hmm. we go, go to workouts together and we
1: yeah.
0: um, prepare meals together and just she's overall just helping me with my wellness, That's like great. body and mind. Well, good
1: and, for you. and her
0: name is Jamina and she talks hmm. about her like her friends referring to them as aspens. Hmm. And if you look at the root system of aspens, they look like they're these trees that are standing alone, but underneath oh, yeah. all of the roots, they're all it's intertwined together. Yeah. And that's what that's how I feel about my sisterhood. And and I think you know with with my twin girls being born, there's been a boost of that. There have just been a lot of women who have come around us that we've brought into our home mm-hmm. to help us take care of them, to help right. us take care of ourselves that have been far and above people that you just call who, yep. who take care of you or your children. Like they've truly become our family. Mm. And so it's just been this resurgence of like, I, I cannot get enough of, of the nurturing that, that women give each other. Totally, And we need it now more than ever. And especially when you're in like new seasons of life and and it's been all ages. It's mm. been my sister's age that I've loved and connected with and yeah. and gleaned so much from her. It's been my mom's age. It's been, you know, 10 years older than my yeah. mom. It's like all the different generations of women that we need that we can be for people and then we also need Yes. at any point in our in our journey because Absolutely. Cuz that is just like that's the good stuff. It like sure that's is. the wisdom that's the helping you like yeah. like remember what it felt like to fall in love like walking with my sister through like her first serious relationship and I'm like oh man like you're just so giggly like (laughs) you know but then watching her have to end it and walk and just all of these different things Mm -hmm. and experiences and you're just like that's why that's why we exist in community together and and everybody needs to be all shapes and sizes and ages and
1: you know it's just it's beautiful. Oh, you're singing my song. I mean, <laughs> that is the that's the drum I bang to. I always I laugh all the time, just joking. But I'm like, look, if something terrible ever happens to Brandon, I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna marry my two best girlfriends. <laughs> I will cook their dinners. We will live in a very well organized home. Yes. Marie condoed. Yeah, they will be my wives. (laughs) And that's, we'll live happily ever after. Like, (laughs) the community of women is something else. Oh, it really is. It's irreplaceable. And I always tell women that if you're lonely, it is so worth the risk to build it, ask, reach out. Um, sort of invite (laughs) community in and you'll just not regret it ever, ever. Okay, almost wrapping it up because you've got a show tonight, girl.
0: I'm loving this.
1: Um, It's fun for you, it's fun for me to hear you talk about your sister and uh, my brother actually, this is my sister-in-law sitting in here, married to my brother. My brother's 10 years younger than me. So we also have this big age gap. Uh, But it's so fun to be grown-ups, like to be grown-up siblings. It's the most fun thing. Um, I'm curious if it's been fun for you, to watch Isley become a big sister oh yeah. yes I mean that's a, that's so special she
0: I have the funniest story so um, my are the band's assistant her name is Anna and she's new to our world and she's so incredible and she's great with the girls because she comes in and out of the house yeah. and like helps me get packed up and and choose outfits for like the show tonight and she came to the house a couple weeks ago and Isley said Anna do you want to see something And she brought Anna into um, our master bathroom. The girls were getting a bath. And she goes, look at these chunky little girls.
1: Oh, my gosh. Is that what she said? (laughs) That's so cute. She's so
0: proud of them. And, like, now that they're, you know, because for the first several months, they were just, they were preemies, and they were still kind of, Cooking, you know, oh, they're chunky and, now, girl. Oh my gosh. They you got can't got hold fed. them both at
1: once. No, those legs, the thigh meat,
0: oh, I can't handle it. It is the best. Uh-huh. And she is so proud of every role, it's too, Isley. She's just like, she said, you know, she said dada, she said mom. Like, everything is just such a big deal to her. She's and such and, a fun,
1: shiny age uh, to have these babies in her life. Yes.
0: And she's so patient. Is like, she like, I. You, mama. Could cry with just how there's I mean, she she'll fight for our attention, sure. you know, mom and daddy's attention, but not once has anything ever any frustration been towards her sisters. It's how like sweet. It's, I'm so blown away. I have so much to learn from her and just wow. how she just goes through her days as a big sister to those
1: girls. I mean, it's really like it's amazing that's precious also precious was watching that video of her with the backstreet boys <laughs>
0: Can you believe they pulled her up on
1: stage? I almost died. She, were you freaking out yes. because, like, as a mom, when you're watching your kid have the most spectacular moment of their young little life, you yes. can't, almost can't handle it. Well, and
0: the, whole, and the funniest part is, is she blew off our show to go see the Backstreet Boys because they were on the same <laughs> right. night. So Chris that. took Isley, and they had a daddy daughter date. Oh yeah, it was saying, that's so. Right. Then all five of the Backstreet Boys, you know, they pull her up on stage, and then they all like kneel oh around my gosh. her. Between her dad taking yeah. her to the backstreet boys and getting pulled up on stage and all of them kneeling and handing her a rose, oh, I'm much. like her future husband, like
1: Good luck. Good luck. Good luck yeah. to you. <laughs> and her little face. Yes. Like, okay, everybody listening, you're gonna want to go to Hillary's Instagram account yes. because the videos are uploaded there. And like you this is me looking at him. Yes. Like <laughs> grinning at my phone, like, oh, what a memory. Oh, what a memory. And, I love and
0: it. The sweet. Quick story is, I so they gave Isley this rose, and then after the show, they, like, confetti kind of, you know, flew everywhere at the end of the show, and she grabbed it, and she wrapped this confetti's like, silver confetti around the rose. Then she went backstage and gave it back to Brian, and she was like, I want you to have it. He goes, well... But we gave it to you as a gift. She goes, no, I want I want you to have it back. What? And so he texted my husband and I a couple of days ago and was like, her gift is still alive, and it had all of the confetti around it.
1: I mean, they're just, they're the sweetest. That is the <laughs> cutest thing. And also, props to you that your kindergartner knows Backstreet Boys. That's good parenting.
0: It was, I, I can't remember... Okay, we were driving her to school, and she loves Russell Dickerson. We were out with Russell Dickerson last summer, and she fell in love with him. And so I was trying to explain to her, like, who is someone when I was younger that I loved their music like Hmm. you love Russell? And Uh, then I played the Backstreet Boys, and then she was like, oh. And it it just clicked with her. And then we played in Atlanta um, on tour and Brian came to the show and then she got to like oh, really yeah. make the connection. Oh, yeah. And then it was over. The
1: charm was set. Yes. Yes.
0: Um
1: so okay, we're gonna wrap this up. We've this is a series on the podcast that is for the love of music, and oh. it's been so much fun. And so we're asking all of our music guests these three questions. Just like Drop top of the top of the yep. Cool. Um. So when, when you, like, you're in a mood, you want to be set right, who do you put on the record player? Oh. <sighs> so, like, hype or... Let's,
0: whatever you think. You just tell me. Okay. So on the plane today, I was listening to Ed Sheeran's record, Divide. Yeah. Like, so when good? Galway Girl comes on, I'm like what like I just go I I love him I got to see him a couple months ago in concert and um, I love him he's just a talent if I'm in like a pour a glass of wine Uh it's like just last night at the house we were playing Continuum John Mayer's album
1: yeah
0: Um, or Carole King Tapestry if I'm going like yeah something that my mom showed me that just gives me like all of the the feels like that I, I never tire of that one
1: so I gave you three. Sorry. Oh, those are great <laughs> answers. Um, how about this? Do you still have like a musical bucket item on the, on your list? Like somebody you want to perform with or write with or a venue you haven't played at or a project that you would love to like tinker with? Oh, I mean, I
0: would love, we've done some um, EDM collaborations like with, um, Audien with we, yeah um, with Stevie Aoki. that's cool but a true like pop collaboration would be amazing like
1: mm. whether it was
0: to co-write and write a song for an artist like I mean the dream would be like to sing on a song with Justin Timberlake that we wrote together yes or, um, you know or Beyonce I love her yes or there's so many a um, Sheeran to write with him would yes. be amazing like that that to me would be and we've gotten pretty close like writing yeah. with like Ryan Tedder from yeah. One Republic um okay we've had some moments like that but to really fully like immerse into that and then the other thing that i would, got so inspired after the greatest showman i was like oh what an incredible gosh. challenge
1: I've lost to lost my mind over that to
0: write an entire like soundtrack Musical for a yeah. movie like and it be a musical like that to to be like the writers oh my of that. Gosh. I mean, and that would be a big, huge undertaking. I know, but, but I would like love
1: to see what you would do putting
0: it out there because I
1: really would love to to try to rise to the occasion. Um, Did so, you watch like all the um, back videos about the guys writing? Oh, me too. I couldn't get enough. Like I went down the rabbit hole the so bra- hard. Like
0: the rehearsal, huh? Where you can tell all like everybody in the cast is feeling it. And, I mean, it, it brings me to tears Same. every time I watch it. Same. I
1: mean,
0: that, that music, the way that it's written, the melodies, like, it makes me weep. Yeah. It's just all, it's just the perfect blend of melody and lyric and story. Totally. And it's just like... My head exploded.
1: I know. My head exploded. <laughs> yes. um, and the, the guys who wrote it, you know, they did Dear Evan Hansen. And watching them collaborate and write those songs together, I was like, this is magic. I'm it watching is. it. Like, in front of my eyes, you write this. Okay, so we're telling the universe. Yes. I would I love, love to, to do that. I'd love to see yes. you write the music for an entire movie. That's fabulous. That'd be fun. Here's the last one. You are so dear. Uh, <laughs> we actually ask every guest this one the end of every series. I don't know if you've ever read Barbara Brown Taylor, but she's just a, she's like a real feely Episcopal uh-huh. writer that I love. And she's real introspective. And anyway, she asked this question that I just love it. And this can, you can answer this however you want. It can okay. be like very earnest and sincere or just absurd. Okay. It's so your choice. <laughs> I love it. But here's a question. Um, what is saving your life right now? mm Gosh,
0: I think um, being okay with, like, finding my way to being okay that things can be beautiful and messy at the same mm. time. That's a tough one. And every day is a new day, and mm. I and it's the attempt to be present in in all of it. Um, I can, it's challenging my life, um, mm. but also at the same time, I I. Th- I think how it's saving my life is that I'm feeling deeper. That's good. Than I've been able to in a really long time. And it makes, like, the hard stuff really hard. Mm. But it makes the beauty, like, off the charts amazing. And so um, that would be my introspective Mm -hmm. answer. Um, That is really, like, as as raw as it gets for me right now. Um, And then the other thing that's saving my life is... Um, coffee. Same. (laughs) What would we do? I mean. What would we do? I, am so thankful that I, I can have more than one cup a day, like when I was (laughs) pregnant and nursing the babies because I was like, this is not going to fly.
1: No. So I'm. I've got my venti. I mean, as ready. we speak, it's right in your hand, <laughs> yes. and here in the middle of the afternoon. Yes. You know what? You deserve it. You got to do a whole show. You have got to power through. <laughs> if you. I drank that much coffee right now at like four o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> I would. I wouldn't. I would see four a.m. Oh There's, man, my eyes would never shut. But you'll be exhausted. I could go take a nap right now. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I first of all, I want to thank you for doing this. Oh my god! Thank you for letting me come in your cinder block dressing room. (laughs) It's so vibey. I mean so vibey like honestly. I don't even have a candle burning. Yes. Like shame on me. Thank you. I mean and you're fresh off of vague. You're tired and you got a lot going on today so first of all thank you and also just thank you for being who you are. It's just Mm -hmm. we've loved your music for uh, you know over a decade and I mean I could sing it all. So if you need me to come on station, come I, on. I just wanted you to know that I'm here. Yes. I'm yes. not necessarily skilled at music, <laughs> but I know the lyrics. Yes. And it's just your, your music has made a lot of us happy for a really long time. Thank you. And I thank you for all your work. And I know how much it it's costly. It is. It is. You've poured a lot of blood and a lot of sweat and a lot of tears into mm-hmm. your career. And essentially, to make people happy. And you've done it. Thank you. And so you're a good friend, and you're a great sister, and a good daughter, a fabulous mom, a good partner to your crew, and it's just great to watch you. Thanks for being a good good example in a thousand ways. Oh, gosh. Like, in a thousand ways. Thank you. Um, And so we're just cheering
0: you on, girl. Oh, thanks. Well, I feel the same way. I mean, I I just look up to you and admire you so much and, and appreciate how you, the friend you are, Thank you. And that's like, and I'm just so excited that we finally over this podcast
1: got to have our it's girl on now. time.
0: It's and on. now it's over like forever. It's over. I, I knew Let's like, go
1: on a girl's trip. This, this is what's <laughs> happening and we're going to seal it and cement yes. it. And then we're going to walk on new pavement. Yes, so anyway, absolutely. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> what a delight. I mean, just a delight. That girl, man. So after this interview, We were, I was in San Antonio with Brandon and my brother Drew and my sister-in-law Sarah. And so we went to the rodeo, which was before the concert, her concert last night. And it was, I've never been to a rodeo. Like I've lived in Texas for over 20 years and it's my first time to go to a rodeo. And it was, I mean, I was on the edge of my seat. (laughs) So this is all a sidebar, but I've just never been to a rodeo and it was so nerve wracking. Um, Anyway, it was so much fun. And then they gave this killer concert to a packed arena and it was just so fun to watch them do what they do so well. So she's so great and uh, go download all her music immediately. Um, Everything we talked about on this show is over at jinhatmaker.com. Under the podcast tab, Amanda's built out a whole page for you. Got some bonus pictures, music videos, links to everything. So it's a one-stop shop for all things Hillary and Lady A Um, and you're going to want to check that out for sure. Gosh, I have loved the music series. loved it so much. Every single week just gave me immense joy (laughs) just immense joy. Um, I hope you loved it too. And all these guests, like just musical heroes, honestly, such fun, such fun. Now you are going to want to come back next week because we are kicking off a brand new series called for the love of faith groundbreakers. We did a faith series last year, and it was so well-received and so popular and so downloaded. We knew we needed to do another. So we are bringing in some of the most interesting and provocative and courageous voices in the faith space. Um, Every one of them is phenomenal. You're going to love this series as much as you loved the first one. So don't miss next week when we kick it off. You guys, thank you for joining me week in and week out. You're the best podcast community on earth. Have a great one. See you next time. That's it for today's show. Hope you enjoyed this chat. Be sure to subscribe to my mom's podcast and give it a thumbs up rating if you like it. From the whole Hatmaker family, I hope you have a great week and see you next time.